Before we get started, next week's podcast is an introduction to mountain biking in association with Irwin Cycles here in Las Vegas. And we want to hear from you. So any questions you may have or topics on mountain biking that you want us to talk about, um, please let us know. You can reach out to myself, Lisa Leonard, on Facebook. I have an athlete page on there, Lisa Leonard. Or on Instagram at LisaMTB87. Um, or if you see me, you can ask me in person. <laughs> um, so let me get on to this week's podcast. This weekend, I was down in Fontana racing a cross-country event with the KMC Winter Chain Series hosted by Southridge Racing Company. It's a super fun weekend of racing, includes the cross-country events, Super D and Enduro, and then downhill events also. They have a final uh, weekend of racing coming up on April 1st and 2nd, so check out the schedule at southridgeusa.com and uh, come and race it because it's going to be a ton of fun. So after this week's race, I was able to chat with fellow pro rider Nikki Peterson from Team Ride Biker in a special outdoors edition of This Start Life, where we recorded the podcast from my tent of all places. Uh, This will be Nikki's second season as a pro, but now under new coaching, I have no doubt we are going to see her making leaps and bounds. Nikki is a genuine, kind, bubbly person, and I'm so happy to have her on the podcast. So please give it up for Nikki Peterson. Welcome, Nikki, to This Dirt Life. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me here. You're so welcome. <laughs> so we're down here at Fontana. We just right, raced the um, the XC course. How, how did you feel today? Um, it's hot out. First hot race is always a surprise. Yeah. Um, but I'm still happy with my effort. It was another good training race, and yep. big races are coming up, so it's good to get out there. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And definitely um, coming out of, of winter time, like, it's... It's definitely a shock to get back into a heart race and, and feel how that feels again because it definitely impacts like nutrition and and um, how your heart rate is is managing like through the whole race and stuff. Do you monitor like your heart rate through the race or what do you use for like outcome measures? So I use normalized power as my first um, method to see where I'm at. Okay. I do pay attention to heart rate also. Um, and then really this season I've been trying to focus a lot just on how I'm feeling too. Okay. Internally I think ultimately we can have all the numbers we want but really it's based on how you're feeling and how your head is yeah and i guess it also like depends on um are you still living at elevation are you done yeah Yeah. yep i'm still at elevation um so that helps i think it's good but coming off of the trainer all winter also it's there's some adaptations getting used to riding outside again yeah and again that weather Mm -hmm. comes into play Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just good to get some hot races in before we really get into the heat yeah because i i feel like the um because i'm i'm mainly using heart rate myself right now until i get my uh my power meter set up and and you definitely see your heart rate increase with the heat and also like just like the intensity and like excitement of racing i think too so yeah you can have all the right numbers but like you got kind of sometimes got to like pull back and just go by how you feel instead yep yep absolutely so we were kind of like starting to talk about because you're in a cool position so you're you are now or i am now where you were a year ago basically yeah. so you've had one full year as a pro 
how how was that like how was that like changing um, status it, and it was really good I I came to similar to you I raced one year cat one mm-hmm. jumped up to pro um, I wasn't training last year so I would basically just race on the weekends mm-hmm. which in some regards it was good because I kind of came out feeling fresh every year right so now I think the biggest change is this year I'm actually training mm-hmm. I have a training load in my legs mm-hmm. so I'm not feeling fresh right now and that's been I think mentally the biggest challenge right now is coming out to the races feeling weighed down and just knowing that that's ultimately part of the long-term plan. Right, yeah. And you're training with Adam Pulford? Yep, for Carmichael Training Systems. Um, He also manages Team Ride Biker, which is the team I ride for, for show air cycling. Cool. Um, He's awesome to work with. Really thankful to have him. Yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of crazy in itself that you were basically just just racing on weekends not really doing too much training and and you managed to jump up to the pro level so fast as well and so I know you have a background in cross-country running is that right yeah yeah so when you were doing that were you training on a regular basis for that and um so I ran throughout college middle distance Mm -hmm. but then I actually took a five-year break I co-owned two coffee shops and I just worked um, 90 to 100 hours a week so I wasn't exercising very much at all. Yeah. So I think that's part of it too. The last couple of years, I'm just building back that aerobic base. Yep. Uh, getting used to it again, but I absolutely love it, and I'm so glad to be back. And cycling yeah. is much better on my body than running. So I'm yeah. excited about it. Yep. And um, so how did you get into the mountain biking then? Uh, so I lived in Lander, Wyoming, and there's an all-mountain scene there. Cool. Uh, so I kind of have like a bigger bike and I would play around in baggies and have some fun after work sometimes. Yeah. Um, I went to camp in Whistler two summers in a row and did a downhill camp mm-hmm. with Andrew Shandro and Chuck. Um, and so I really think that that's a lot of what helped me jump up so quickly in the cross country rankings mm-hmm. is that I've done downhill work and so I know how to safely descend. And right. now it's just getting used to going quicker on a cross-country bike. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. And um, we are just talking there as well. It's like the, you know, I think maybe there's like a misconception to like the average Joe, let's say, like of, of what being like a pro XC rider is or being like a pro mountain biker is. I think there's um, like it's it's definitely a process. It's not something that, you know, you jump up to pro and all of a sudden you're you know, like Jenny Roosevelt or Emily Batty, like, or, you know, one, you know, one of these top riders, like, it's definitely a process, and, and, um, how do you cope with that, like, mentally, like, just, you know, just knowing that, just to trust it, and that it will all come through? I, I think the most important thing, for me, at least, is just to make sure that it's always staying fun. Yes. Um, the cycling community has been awesome so far. I've met people like you, um, like Sophie who won today, like mm-hmm. she's a new friend. So I think keeping it fun is the most important part. Yeah. And then from there, it's just putting in the work. And I think from running, I understand the process. Yeah. Uh, my coach and I have been talking about it taking a couple of seasons to really start seeing results. Mm-hmm. So again, it's just having a coach that you trust, yep. doing what he says, listening to your body, having fun, yeah. and then just trusting it from there, you know, having having a good time and working hard. I think like the the having fun is definitely the key the key thing there like because I've been I've done triathlon for a long time and and I this year is my first year of just focusing on one sport and you know towards the end of 
or like really last year I, I had stopped having fun and and when you're not having fun it's really difficult to get yourself motivated for for training for racing and um, and even if you're maybe like maybe on the surface it looks like you're doing well you know like you go to events and you know you get good results and all this stuff but if you're not enjoying it you just you got you got to change up so I'm I know I feel like mountain biking allows you to do that it's, it's it's something where you're, yeah, you're getting a really good workout, but it is, it's a ton of fun. Like yeah. you get to like explore cool places. Um, and like anytime I'm going like downhill, like over technical stuff, and you achieve something new, like literally like the smile on your face. I think that's actually something good to talk about as well is, is race pictures. I think like almost every race picture I've seen of you, you have, you're smiling like ear to ear. <laughs> you definitely know how to enjoy it. Like even though you're racing and like working hard, like you're still having fun on the bike and that's it, for yeah, sure important. It's funny too, someone made a comment the other day about, oh, you always smile for the camera. And uh, like I do, but also, there are random pictures that people will take where I'm smiling too. Right. And like my teammate Larissa Connors is the same way. If you watch her Benelli race from a couple years ago, yeah. she's just smiling the whole time. Yeah. So I think that, um, yeah, even when you're racing, if you're putting yourself in, yep. in pain, like it still can be fun and just look around. Like it's usually really pretty. The trails are cool. There's For other sure. people doing what you love doing. Like yeah. that's the coolest thing, finding like-minded people. Yes. So we're here in Fontana, California, which is kind of a weird, I feel like it's a weird kind of venue in that it's in the middle of a town. Like <laughs> I camped here last night, we're doing this podcast from my tent <laughs> and um, it's, it's kind of odd because you're, you know, you're going to sleep and there's people like playing in the park and, um, and you know, even when you're up on the top of the mountain here, you're, you can see you're in the middle of a city, you can see that the mountain is far away, but we'll be back here in two weeks time for the, um, UCI Pro Women's Race. So, um, what can you expect, or, or give us like a little rundown about what we can maybe expect there at that course compared yeah, to so, today? Um, I believe that Schiller Cycling Group is going to add some more technical features. That's kind of been a big push with UCI races recently. Same thing at Benelli, there's going to be some features added, so that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, they're making the courses shorter, that way, it's more spectator friendly. Um, so the course should be between two and a half and three miles. So you'll see the women doing five to six laps, the men doing six to seven. Uh, they base that off of the first lap and right. estimate the time from that. Right. So you'll see shorter courses. Um, one of the great parts about the bigger races is you'll also see the expo area will be a lot larger. Mm -hmm. So a lot of like my sponsors like Ride Fast Racing, Kenda Tires, KNC Chains, Orange Seal, they'll all be out here too. Yeah. So that's really great too. You get a chance to say thank you, you know, for all the support and yeah. introduce yourself in person. And yeah, um, because I mean, without the support, really none of the pro riders would be able to do what they're doing. Exactly. So and um and yeah, even at like I, again, like kind of you're you're for sure ahead of me, but like even at our level, like you know, we have other things going on. Like this is not our full-time job. Like we're not, yeah. we're not just able to, to race and train and, and ride and that's it. Like we're, as uh, so you just started school recently, is that right? Yeah, so I'm in a master's program for elementary education. Um, and I work full-time. I'm currently on a couple week break, which is really nice. Um, but then I'll be substitute teaching in the meantime. Which is nice because it'll be more flexible. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, the other thing is 
you see on social media pictures of people riding their bikes and smiling, but also like real life happens. You work yeah. full time, you pay your bills, you right. have stresses. Yep. So it's really about maintaining that balance also. Yeah. Do you have any like, um, like how do you manage that? Do you have any uh, things that you like to do just to help kind of keep you grounded or? Yeah, I really, I love cooking a lot. Um, I have two little dogs. I like to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're not training, my boyfriend and I practice living like a pro, which is basically <laughs> kicking your feet up. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's just about staying off of your feet also. It's Absolutely. just as important as training a lot of times. Yeah. And eating well, hydrating, all that stuff. So, yeah. it's little things. Last, uh, last week, we, I had Miles Edwards on the podcast, who's uh, an elite runner. And he, um, we were talking about that. He was out. In, um, he spends his time between Scotland and Kenya. And when he's out in Kenya, he's like, you know, living with these elite runners. And that was like the number one thing is like difference in recovery. Like when they have rest time, they're putting their feet up and, yeah. and not doing anything. So I think that's definitely that's that's good to practice because in our in our modern day lives, like you know, it's not often that we like just sit down and do nothing. So so that's awesome. Well. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about or anything you'd like to say like before we uh, you know I up? think I think it's really inspiring too to see people like you that are kind of doing what I did you know you're you're getting into it basically like all in right uh, so it's really neat to see what you're doing with the podcast and I see on Facebook that you're really involved in your community and so thank you for doing that too I appreciate thank that. you yeah, I, really I really cool. try it makes a difference but, though and it helps other people yeah. the thing is is you don't have to be a pro racer right. to be a part of the community and so I think that's really important too is to Absolutely. have events where everyone's welcome everyone's having fun yeah we're all laughing going down the trail yeah so, because I think like as a as a pro like it's a good it's a good platform for us to to work off of but really it's encouraging those who you know um, I know like with running they talk about like couch to 5k but it's almost like the same for biking like it's just getting like just getting people out and enjoying cycling because it's yeah. really like if they sometimes I, I, I think about that you know when you're when you're out riding and you see all this like beautiful scenery and and achieve like just tiny little things um, like I'm like man I wish everyone could see this like I yeah. wish everyone could enjoy this absolutely so I think um, I think like I definitely want to thank you. I think you're doing a really good job of doing the same thing, like with all the posts and stuff. And and it's really cool to have like other like kick-ass female riders. Um, yeah. And all like you know, watching the process come through. You mentioned Larissa Connors. Like she's probably again she's a, a year or two ahead of us, but but you know still has gone through that process. You know she works hard and so. Absolutely, and she's one of my best friends, and so I'm lucky enough to get a lot of the inside scoop from what she's gone through and yeah it, we were just talking about that on the porch the other night eating dinner the process and it's just yeah. a good reminder again um just it has to have fun and you just have to trust what you're doing yeah you know? i think that's absolutely. kind of a take-home message absolutely well thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's nice nice and short and as they were in the tent just now it's kind of cooled down a little bit but um i appreciate you taking the time to talk to me yeah thanks Lisa. <laughs> all right i'll see you in two weeks okay bye <laughs> bye Thanks again for listening. Get in touch to let us know what you want to hear from next week's podcast. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Tuned In. I'm off to put my feet up, so that's it for this week. I'll see you all soon, but until then, stay dirty, my friends.